This is Mark Hudson. Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. Why? The following is a special presentation on TNN, the Nashville Network. KTBR Break Room. Hear the drama get wicked. Good evening, I'm Ken Bastida. Dana is off tonight. He was murdered and then set on fire while celebrating his birthday. The body of Jimmy Fresge was found by firefighters on Monroe Street and Tishway in San Jose. Now the story of a wealthy family who lost everything and the one son who had no choice but to keep them all together. It's a- The Break Room. Casting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. KTBR Break Room! Episode 208 of The Break Room, in your face, word to your mother. All up in your face. All, all up in your face. Bitches. With the dirtiness and the dirtiness. Oh, that's not cool. Another, no, I think it is cool. Lovely episode with uh, me, Mark, Dustin, and uh, Tired T over there in the corner. Tired, tired Thomas. Tired. There's no, there's no corner over here. Tired. You're tired. Anti quality Thomas. His, yeah. It's more. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna dispute <laughs> the second part, as we established last week. It's got his uh, oil up guys over there working him, mm, massaging him down. Mimosas. Much like that's what they're referred to as the oil up guys. <laughs> and then the sixty minutes timer yeah, kicks for off some for no reason. first call them the rubbers. That's how long they're yeah. supposed to oil him. Yes. <laughs> he's getting a nice rub down. He's all oiled. Oils glistening. and mimosas, whatever they're called. Yeah. Those guys. He's glistening. Yeah, he is he's glistening. Naked. He does have a sh- nice sheen to him. He's glistening. Yes, you're glistening. You're very shiny. Yeah, very shiny so, today. I think we can do a. a Quick hit for... Uh, I wasn't done talking about your oilness. What's coming up this episode? Now, how do you clean your oilness? Do you scrape it off? For those do of you... you have more a, oil and mimosas. Do you have the cat lick it off? For those of you that are wondering what nerd rage is, we will we will describe that in the second segment. But are you serious? Really? Yes. Okay. I didn't well, know we were doing that. I thought right. we were talking about Conan O'Brien. Is that nerd rage? Is that the same? You know what I'm talking about. I don't Hello, how that. are you doing? Can I tease you and knew. please your blank with my tongue you know. and make you blank over and over? Blue shirt with I a want you. fanny pack that doesn't remind you of anything. Laugh out yeah. loud. It reminds me of a guy in a blue shirt with a fanny pack that we saw at Conan. Oh, was that what we're talking about? Oh, okay. Sorry. Let's go back I'm to oiled up, up Thomas. Oiled up, up. Oil tired, oiled up, so. and quality Thomas. Let's go back to that character. <laughs> it's a character or is it just who I am tonight? <laughs> it's just who you are. It's just who he is, period. It's just who you are, yes, that's true. That's true. Right. Period, gross. I know, it is. God. Why would you make it 
Why do you think that's a joke? Because Dustin does <laughs> why do you every think, freaking time why do you think I use periods that a joke? That is a, uh, a vital period of a woman's life every month. I mean, she's still time. fertile. It's a time. Time, whatever. A period. I don't think flow. it's funny. Dustin makes it funny every time. But here you are making jokes. Yeah. I don't make the jokes. That's, that's inequality. That's inequality, Typically Thomas. Shut quality the fuck Thomas. up. I mean, fuck both of you. God. <laughs> Quickly dismisses every your assholes. every woman's time of the month. Pretty much. So they should just get That's over it. That's not what I was doing. That's what you said off the air. It was get over it, bitches. God. He's like, periods, right? <laughs> what the fuck? What's the deal with periods? <laughs> Those words have never come out of my mouth before. Went into his whole joke series about it. What is the deal with periods? I mean, why do you got to bleed down there, huh? Uh, and why do they call it Ant Flow? <laughs> Man, old AET. You can catch him at Hyenas down at Mockingbird Station. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Every fourth Friday of the month. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a comedy club. It or sounds every terrible. Thursday. It's Thursday nights. Every, Thursday nights right now. Every Thursday of the week. It's the real reason we stopped doing the show on Thursdays. Is there, a, doing is there a brick wall? Of course there is. Yeah, why wouldn't there He's be? He's got his whole menstruation joke series. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> theme music going up on stage. Exactly. Yeah, I don't get. I don't worry about getting sued for that at all. <laughs> What's saying, the deal what with is women? The deal have that played all the time. <laughs> what is the deal with period blood? What's the deal with these women? They can't handle a little blood. Crowd loves you. Yeah, I'm sure that's the way that would go. <laughs> so, moving on from uh, periods. Moving on from, let's go from period blood to beer. Yeah, let's talk about a little beer. It's a natural transition. It is a nice transition out and in, and out and in, and in and out and in and out. And out. So, Dustin and I attended the third annual Big Texas Beer Festival this past weekend. <clears throat> Had a little, little tiny little field trip with you and I and several other and thousand annoying of, people. A couple of our closest friends. A couple of them, yes. Only, only VIPs, though. Right, only that's VIPs, all we, yes. That's how we hung around. So what did you think about uh, last year? We had uh, many complaints about the show. How did you feel about the, this, year, this year's show? Many complaints on the show about the festival. Yes, about it the wasn't festival. really a show. show. They were just eh, putting festival, on a festival. Whatever. Good point. It's an excellent point. Um, I only go to you for that kind of analysis. <laughs> there you go. I'm here to clarify. I appreciate that guy. Um, I think it had very similar complaints to last year, as such as absence of signs. They had no signage whatsoever. They had nobody. They had people screaming out from left and right to tell you which way to go and and then saying it, what the VIP line was or what the regular line was. But then they didn't. Again, they had them screaming from like. The beginning of a really long ass line, yeah. and people all the way in the fucking back are supposed to be listening to this. Mm-hmm. And they had their and, directions backwards. The first the security right. guy was saying she was headed towards us, so facing us, and was saying the VIP line is on the right. Which we're thinking, okay, it's right. on our right, so Not every, her right walking towards us. Yeah, so a lot of people started moving to the right, but she goes, no, 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 on uh, my right, your left, or no, sorry, yes, yes, I had it right. Correct. Yeah, the left now line. I'm getting confused all over again. Right. See, <laughs> and then she made fun of the first guy who moved. Like, yes, he hasn't even been drinking yet. Like, well, you're a dumb bitch. You said the wrong direction. And could they not acquire? Or didn't a, clarify them. A, a fucking megaphone? Is it that? Yeah. Is this technology of signage and megaphones so difficult? Printer paper is hard to come by. It at really Fest, is. Apparently, they had the cattle call lines. I thought the only improvement was that they scanned all the tickets ahead of time in yeah. three lines and let three lines. They in. checked. They had that filtered back into one line, but it went faster yes. because yes, they had go. three people checking. Yes. That was a, a at least that was one improvement they made. I do feel like it was a total waste of space to give everybody a bag with a booklet and the uh, actual cup in it. I think yeah. they could have just handed out the cup, and if you wanted a bag, you could grab one. Yeah, 
Because it looked the like a lot of people just dumped off the bags. Anyway, oh, yeah. So. Well, the only advantage was <laughs> you got an extra bag with an extra card, which meant sure. we got 12 extra beers. Never happened. Oh, wait, that never happened. Sorry. Exactly. Period blood. We paid it. Reboot the show. Texas alcohol and tobacco. We, we paid you. This, let's roll back the entire segment. Yeah. They're going to care. Sure. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yes, um, anyways. I mean, it's, it's actually their re- they're the reason that you have to buy another car. Yes. Not are. the actual beer festival. Yeah. Um, the festival is pretty much the same <clears throat> as last year. They didn't have any bands playing inside. It was set up very summerly. Uh, we didn't partake of this this year, but it did appear like they did right on the food truck front. They added several more food trucks. Yeah, they, they had last year, they had a... For instance, they had, uh, I think, three trucks. Like a potato truck that ran out of potatoes. A potato truck that ran out of potatoes. A pizza one that ran out of pizza or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they kept running out of food. Yeah. Like, how do you not plan? Just Massive based on last sales. year's attendance. Yeah. Yeah. How do you not plan appropriately? Uh, yeah. So, they did better on that front. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but it feels like they didn't have as many breweries this year either. Uh, like, it felt very limited it felt in some like ways. felt like it was mostly locals with a couple of the bigger non-locals. Yeah, uh, I guess. Before, it seemed like it had some more obscure... Yeah, I, I felt like we had more obscure in the past. Yes, for sure. Like they have that wall. They have a wall in the very back yeah, corner. Wall? That um, yeah, exactly. That is supposed to have these rare things that aren't necessarily represented at the festival. But it wasn't really anything. No, it like, was very generic. No. I mean, there was a couple, but most of it was really generic. Like Icon Blue, you can get just about anywhere. Right. I I sampled it because why not? Bud Light, you can get pretty much anywhere. The only thing they had that uh, they had the yes, uh, founders old curmudgeon, which you can't get anywhere. Right. But that was one of that was very. Very, very few Bud that were light. really rare. Yeah. It's the definition of craft. You it have is. a hard time finding yeah. that one. Well, they do have like Shock Top. I know. Well, Shock, there, Shock but, Top I understand a little more, but why is yeah. Tecate there? Yeah, I know. Tecate or Corona really. or Heineken. Why are they there? Like nobody, nobody ever goes to those booths. Yeah. Shock Top at least did the thing of putting beer inside a chocolate pretzel, which sure. was cool. Which was actually and good. And Shock Top is not, I mean, they're owned by one of the major yes. ones, but they're not. Yeah, but they're one of the bigger releases. They're one of the bigger ones. We're in Texas, naturally. Tecate, Corona, yeah, but and Heineken are Mexican beers. I right. know, but this Especially is not. Heineken. This is, yeah, this is, <laughs> yes. This is not really the kind of show for those macro breweries. This is a show for the smaller guy. And I don't, I don't know. I think uh, I, Sam Adams is probably about as big as you can get. Yeah, it's as big as you should go. Especially once you get to somebody like. Your generic uh, Anheuser-Busch beers or, or Benny Keith sure. or whatever. Not Benny Keith. Anheuser-Busch, of course. Right. Um, yeah, nobody ever goes to those booths. I mean, they rolled out a couple of, you know, show uh, booth girls to try to get people over. But even then, nobody was going to their booths. But are you serious? Nobody booth cares. Girls, like, girls dressed so, in slippery yeah. clothing yes. trying to get you to... Right. That doesn't have anything to do with Janice Jackson, okay? <laughs> Who's Janice Jackson? <laughs> Janet... J- Whoa. I've had a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Who is Janice Jackson? <laughs> God damn it. Do we have to play that drop every episode? What? Fucking Candace Cameron. Candace Cameron. Yes. Me. You, okay. Whichever one of you Jennifer did. Jennifer Lawrence. God. <laughs> Janice Jackson. God. <laughs> I know. Janice Jackson. She's such a beating. <laughs> um, so, yep. Dustin, what was your beer, your uh, favorite beer of the show? <laughs> it's for the girls. Um,. My favorite beer was probably the Founders KBS. I have to agree with you 100%. It was really good, and I believe it's out around now if it's not already out. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know Total we could Line even... supposedly has it. I didn't know we could actually get it here. I thought oh, yeah. it was so limited that you couldn't get it. Man, well, what's up with that now? store? Like, it's everywhere now, it seems like. I am very thankful. They have brought down liquor prices in the city and, and beer prices so much. It just seems like those started popping up overnight everywhere. Yeah. Well, once uh, I don't know what changed, but... Uh, specs happened first. And Centennial went 
goodbye really quickly. Well, and I think that was a result of specs and yeah. the incursion of Total Wine into in Dallas proper, and then Centennial just shit the bed very sure quickly, did. and they were gone. I mean, there, there's almost no Centennial stores anymore, and that was within a year of specs opening. That's true. Uh, I don't know exactly. My what, diarrhea naked ass. I don't know exactly what changed. I don't know if zoning laws changed or what. But well, I know Plano became uh, sure whatever. Where yeah, they they get liquor but, now. But even Dallas proper. I mean, Specs came in and just cleaned house and really brought down alcohol prices, which was nice. There were parts of Dallas that were dry. Also, I don't know if that's, yeah, still that's true, true, but they're they worse. The only thing I such a yeah bass awkward state with that shit. I know the blue law is like you can't get uh, any alcoholic drinks <laughs> yeah. on Sunday before noon. before noon. Before noon, unless it comes out with your food. Yeah. Which is yes. stupid. So when we go to, you know, our favorite place to watch movies and we get there at eleven forty five. Yeah. They're like, well, we can't bring it to try it as like a bunch of alcoholics. Yeah. yeah. Which is not they their fault. They have but. to do that though. Yeah. Like just bring it out then. Don't even talk about it. Hey yeah. alcohol guys. Oh, hey, hey, wino. Just give it a couple <laughs> minutes, okay? They just hand you a copy the of the twelve. Folk just want a few hours of your life, okay? <laughs> they just hand you a copy of the twelve steps as we walk in every <laughs> <That's> time. So <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that'll go away eventually. The the KBS, I hope so. Uh, KBS was definitely my favorite. I think my my surprise beer was the Oak Cliff, uh, or sorry, the Deep Elm Oak Cliff Coffee Porter, which was outstanding. One of the best coffee porters I've ever had. I thought it was kind of funny that uh, Rabbit Hole is a local brewery out of mm-hmm. Louisville, and I like you know obviously we were logging all this stuff and then yeah. we go to Twitter and. Uh, I put meh on what I on one of theirs, and they favored it. <laughs> I was like, what the funny. hell? Did you not even read they this? They have no idea what meh means. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. That must be what it Whoever is. Whoever controls the Twitter account. <laughs> so, just found uh, that awesome. to be amusing. Odell, which just is trying to make a splash here in Texas, okay. Colorado. I, from what I had, their Lugin, which is a chocolate milk stout, not overly impressed. Not a lot of chocolate in that chocolate stout. Mm-hmm. Um, had the right Sam, Sam nice Smith too. still has everyone topped on that, and Young's below them. On that Man, front, I don't on the know. The stuff. Young's double chocolate is damn good. Yeah, but I think the Sam Smith is even better than that. No. Personally. Either way, they're both. But really they're good. but you can at least taste the chocolate in those beers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, the, and their chocolate milk sauce couldn't taste it at all. Um, <clears throat> That's weird. The no label Don Jalapeno, fantastic spice uh, pepper beer. Still love that. Uh, sure. No complaints there. Surprise Kona wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and then the stuff out of Deschutes and. Uh, some of the bigger ones, I you know there was what was it the one that uh, Sam Adams had that was uh, they, they had, had an IPA, IPA. that the Rebel IPA, they had the Rebel IPA they had they had an they actually had a special brew there I forgot what the I name was but it was now. really good it was good yeah it was good so some surprise surprises out the bigger ones normally at this festival with the bigger breweries you don't get a lot of surprises it's kind of their standard issue stuff but yeah. they actually brought some unique stuff to this one and the shoots I mean I've always I pretty much liked everything I've ever had from them yeah. too you say I'm a founders homer but I'd say I'm definitely a Deschutes homer also you're definitely a founders homer though but. Both of them. I, yeah. I, I like that. Hey, I got, had for me. I got no complaints about either one so far. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know you love the breakfast at our founders. And I think it's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's an okay. It's a good session beer, but it's not like one I would just seek out, yeah. for instance. But the KBS, an amazing beer. Yeah. But definitely best of show. So, any other uh, thoughts about the Big Texas Beer Festival? Yeah. Uh, I would just say hopefully they can actually keep improving and actually maybe... Make some of these make simple sign. modifications yeah. to make it easier to get into a building. Yes, for sure. Doesn't seem like it's that hard. Yeah. Make a sign. They probably won't. Not that hard. As we decided to, before the show, we as we we're walking up, that we need to take over the festival because we have better ideas. That and Eventbrite. The and Eventbrite, that, yes. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna and Fair Park. So we're just right. going to do that. Hey, sport chief guy, while we take a break to get a box of fudgesicles, call in a question of the week or a comment to 469-665-9827. Everybody needs- 
There's new Massengill medicated disposable douche. Hey, that's great news. It's the first disposable with this effective medicine for temporary relief of minor feminine itching and irritation. Sanitary, too, because it's disposable. And Massengill's a name you can trust. For temporary relief of minor feminine itching and irritation, new Massengill medicated disposable douche. It works. Hey, kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinemadiabolica. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. KFC bucket and a 2-liter 7-Up. Thank you, sir. (laughs) He forgot to charge me for the drink. Police! I'm surrounded! They'll never take me alive! But, sir! No! Help me, Dad! They're after me because I swiped the seven up! You darn fool! They're giving them away for free! <laughs> what the? Get a free seven up with a 15 piece bucket, only at KFC. You're moist all that, sir! It's time for another good fun time break room field trip. Will they box kangaroos? Will they ride albino giraffes and live to tell about it? Let's find out. It's field trip time. So, another lovely field trip for the break room boys. <laughs> Plus one significant other. Lovely. Lovely. I thought what it was lovely. It? I had a good time. Did you not have a good time? I did. I Why did you hate it? it? Lovely. <laughs> that was a sarcastic <laughs> lovely. Oh. Had a lot of fun. It was actually qu- quite a bit of fun. I thought so too. Yeah. Not just the show, but not just the field trip, but hanging out downtown and really take making a day of it. Going to some eateries, just kind of sitting around yeah. drinking. How about mm-hmm. that? Drinking a lot. Nice. Relaxing. Not enjoying each other's company. Working for eighty hours like you normally do. Yeah. I didn't really. And that yeah. was just on the show as we normally I didn't do. Really. Uh, I didn't really drink. Uh, that much. Well, myself, you are driving, but, so I I applaud that, sir. Yeah, I think I had one beer over the course, of the and day. I almost Maybe had to thrown in the drunk tank for that. That's pretty good. That one that I had was the uh, Game of Thrones it? vagina beer. Yeah, it was. It wasn't that. It was a Game of Thrones beer. <laughs> That's the next release. Exactly. It wasn't the fire. It was the Fire and Blood. Oh, it's it was the Fire and yeah. Blood. Man, it's, it's all going to be filtered release. through vaginas in the whorehouse in the next <laughs> one. It was a really good beer. I liked it a lot. It was good. It was tasty. Yes, the uh, Omegong Fire and Blood Game of Thrones beer. If you can find it on tap, go drink it. And if they want to sponsor us. And if you would love to sponsor sure. us, yes. we would enjoy it. This uh, and our other show, which talks about it. Yeah. 
That one's less important. Sponsor the show. Shut up. Sponsor both shows. How about that? <laughs> uh, so, yes, we uh, we three and Dustin's significant other attended the Conan O'Brien show when he came. Other. This girl he's been wife. seeing lately. Yeah, exactly. She's significant. That's she's true. An, she's another. It, she's an essence. I'm not arguing the point. It just sounds... It seems super minimalizing of their relationship. All right, AT. Calm down. Uh, yeah, so a few weeks ago, uh, I guess it was maybe a couple months ago now, they announced that Conan O'Brien was coming to Dallas for a week to do take four shows. And they decided to put up a ticket lottery. And uh, they probably just do in general. I'm assuming it's California shows I also. Yes, I don't know how it exactly works in California. I think it is. I think it's always, you know, you just, if you get in, you get in. If not, whatever. I figured there'd be less demand. Maybe not. But I figured there might be less demand for those shows. Because uh, I hear all the time. Sure. Yeah. What I heard, and I don't know, obviously, whether this is true or not, but apparently one of the producers told somebody in line that, like, over 70,000 people in Dallas applied for the tickets. Oh, jeez. And this, the theater only seats 1,700, roughly. So, yeah, obviously... Yeah, it's going to be the, quite a few people yeah. who do not get in. I mean, the four of us and uh, Crystal each applied for four tickets, and oh, we... Oh, Crystal all, did as well? Yeah. I did not know And that. we only got four tickets total. Sure. So it was me and Dustin and Thomas, and uh, Elena went. Yep. Dustin's significant other, exactly. aka wife. And we also had several friends that applied. None of them got him either. Yeah. Julie and Kit, Julie, our JFK reporter. Uh, Amazingly she, enough, we had two people that we know, me yeah. and her, that actually got him. Nobody them. else got him, though. Out of 70,000 applicants. Yeah, out of 70, yeah. So it was very limited, uh, yeah, there limited was range that audience. many. It's yeah. so crazy. But I'm not surprised. I mean, it's, well, uh, I'm it's a rarity. I'm thankful we got him. I mean,. Know. We could have just uh, done what somebody we follow on Twitter said and just walked up there the day of and tried <laughs> to go in, but we figured, you know, we'd go the, the smart route. And he could, you know, it. considering it was Friday, he probably could have gotten in the theater. Friday he could have. Since he didn't do a show on Friday. <laughs> True. Um, kind of regret telling him that they weren't doing one just so he could go up there and be angry about it. <laughs> Calls in sick. <laughs> Calls in sick, goes up there, and nobody's there. All the Conan signs are taken down. <laughs> exactly. Well, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh, last Thursday we took we all took the day off because to get tickets you had to after they sent you an email confirmation you had to actually all be there to pick up your tickets and so the we entire got partay had to be there partay not yes. just one person well everybody that wanted to get in anyway right yeah so we all showed up there about eight thirty and the line was there were two lines and it was already wrapped halfway around the building around the majestic which I was kind of surprised by it was considering like 50 your fifty conans along your deadline got there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 50, exactly. Um, I was kind of surprised because the deadline was what one thirty or two. So I figured one thirty, yeah. But I guess everybody wants to get as good a spot as possible. So we waited in line for a while. We got to be entertained by blue shirt guy. This is Thomas's story here, I think. So take it away, Thomas. My story. He said nerd rage. You teased uh, it. I was just saying. Your tease. There was a guy in front of us with a girl that I'm pretty sure didn't say anything the whole time. And stood there, just with the super obvious. We're obviously the four of us standing there having our own conversation. And we're also, let's clear it up, we all are wearing break room t-shirts. We are. All, all three, well, as, the as three of us. Dustin's our, our normal daily significant attire. other is not wearing yes. True. hers, even though we know she has one. Because I refuse to get her a shirt. Because, exactly. Basically. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. I was thinking I was putting it on the other side. No, she doesn't have one. She does not right. have one. Because of a famous fight that was that happened right. earlier. That was off point. air, unfortunately. Was off air, oh, yeah. it was? Dang yeah. it. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> that would have been a good, great on-air fight. Anyway. That was an end-the-show uh, type fight, <laughs> briefly. Anyway. Total misunderstanding. But yeah. Sure. But or was it? doesn't take <laughs> away not. that it was a great <laughs> fight. Uh, so, anyway... <laughs> Pull that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, pull it harder. <laughs> so this dude in, standing in front of us and was like, can we get to the topic? Uh, very obviously just tr- staring, like trying to start conversation. And finally, I just kind of turn around and look at him because I'm getting tired of being... I can't help that I'm cool. That's what I said to him, actually. <laughs> exactly. And he, he just goes, what's nerd rage? Yeah. Because <laughs> our shirts say Pop Culture Nerd Rage on the yes. logo, if you haven't seen it. Anybody subscribe should Just see like it. the website, yeah. Anybody that listens to the show probably has an idea. Right. But if you're not listening to the show... <laughs> you're not listening to the show but hear this somehow your viewers that can only hear the show they're not i don't remember exactly what i said to that i don't have any clue i pretty much turned away from but i pretty much yeah he tried to me on an island yeah yeah. Yeah. oh yeah totally he tried to incorporate me like dustin was secluded off with elena yeah and it was thomas and i out near the sidewalk so blue shirt tries to talk to both of us was like oh i'm not having any of this so i turned a dick i turned inward and started talking i don't remember how i described nerd rage but i just remember saying this is a podcast that we have and he's like well yeah i see that and i was just like why are you asking questions why do you not know what nerd rage is and he's like so y'all from around here and i was like dang it now he's engaged me and i remember gummy bears have to be like a complete dick and turn around or answer the question and i was like yeah we're from around here oh we drove up from austin and i just I just remember thinking at that did moment, you to eat? I don't care. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Not only did they drive them off, and they only had standby tickets. Right. Yes, which was really weird. Yeah, and so they and drove them off. Unfortunately, those fuckers got in too. Yes, like, come on, leave leave blue shirt and uh, he had his Silender. sweet, awesome fanny pack on. Yeah, it, it was a like, tiny fanny pack too. Who wears those anymore? But it wasn't. It wasn't like a. He wore one old shoe and one uh, new shoe. Oh! He kept leaving to go to the front of the line, well, yeah. to look at the front of the line, to see if we were moving, and come back and report on it. And I was just like, this guy's the most annoying well, person okay. ever. He did, he did comment at one point, he's like, to these two women in front of him, he's well, like... the women were like, so what's the line look like? He goes, I just realized I'm wearing one old shoe and one new shoe. So uh-huh. he apparently put on a right and a left of a different shoe pair. Yeah. And that was hilarious, I guess. was hilarious. It's so weird. <laughs> We were really sad we didn't have the mic right there to ask him if the next day he'd wear the opposites of each. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and did, did you... Did we describe the exact shirt he was wearing? It was a... It was a blue t-shirt with, like, really cheap Hawaiian shirt. Sure. Uh, yeah. Like, it had a cheap, like, 80s Hawaii logo. But it wasn't, like, so cheap that it was hipster fashionable. It was, like... Yeah, when you it hear, wasn't a Hawaiian when you hear the term, shirt, when you hear no, the no. term Hawaiian shirt, you think of no, the, no. like it was like Hawaiian shirt in the office. No, space. no, it was a blue T-shirt no, no. with Hawaii on it, yeah. and yes. it wasn't like it wasn't ironic hipster. It was just dorky. Oh, yeah, stupid. and he was wearing slacks, which was weird. Right. On top of that, he was a really odd, really guy. Swore really it odd, on, really odd, <laughs> and really really liked it. <laughs> so eventually, the line started moving around nine o'clock, and luckily we got there right. We got under the awning right before it started. Ra- right as it started raining, that was his first time to wear that shirt. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so we avoided the rain, and then we hopped in, and we went and uh, all had some drinks at Breadwinners, and then we came back around. Oh, and then we went to drinks the table and breakfast, which was yes. the most outstanding breakfast burrito I think I've ever had in my life. How do you? Uh, I finally found something that's better than Alamo Draft House. Look, I like Alamo Draft House, but there's a there's a classification of food, and that one's not like the top of the chain or anything. But did you get Breadwinners bacon cheeseburger to know just how good I the location <laughs> I quit, is? I gave up on that a long time. <laughs> For those who don't know, that is Thomas's gold stamp of approval. <laughs> it was when you, I was like 22. The only way you can have bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. They're awesome. I was 22 <laughs> at the time. That's true. Marcus was drinking things out of a barney glass at that point. <laughs> hey, we all had our strange ways about us. <laughs> that was long before Marcus committed to alcohol. Yeah. 
Actually, it was. That's a good point. I started drinking until I was 24. It was so. just random, random alcohol. Oh, yeah, no, it was a little bit later now, wasn't it? Yeah. And no, then you really committed oh, to then alcohol. I really, then I really poured it on and still am, yes. And it was hard to go to a party am. without him, without him passing out in some way or another. Or pass it out. <laughs> pass it out, yes. <laughs> it's still hard to go anywhere with me without passing Basically, out. Basically, he's about to pass yeah. out now. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does, the, does the wake up at the exactly. end of it? Uh, an ice cream vomit when I wake up, so... Uh, so we yeah. this conversation off air. I just think that's redundant. It's not redundant. Okay. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I, there's a part of me that wants to be around. Do you want to compare vomits? When you vomit. Okay. Just so I can see how a, a vomit and scream do not happen at the same time. I just time. don't scream vomit. I vomit, but I don't incorporate I don't a scream believe into it. it. I just don't believe that's even true. I, what do you even not possible? Believe? Why Is it some through, sort of braggadocio through, that through, I could... Through my own experience... In, and this is not a pow at all, but through my own experience and all of the throw-ups that I've ever done, I have never been able to separate a scream from... Like, I can't throw up and not be screaming at the same time. Like, it feels like the same action that's happening. No, I, I can't uh, help that I'm cool. I can't help There's that nothing I'm... about that statement that is cool. I'm just saying, wow. I don't understand how that's even possible. It just is. I'm just an expert vomiter. <laughs> Whatever that means. That's a that is brand new. No, you know what? I'm a ninja vomiter. I can vomit silently. Without I mean, sure, there's still a splash, but I'm a ninja vomiter. I'm not a screen vomiter. Ninja vomiter. You can sneak up and kill somebody at the same time that you're vomiting. vomiting. I'm the snake eyes of vomit. (laughs) That needs to be marked. How to you, motherfucker? So eventually, after having uh, many, many this beers, is, this and is the Mark Hudson show. Thomas, I'm the snake eyes of vomiting. <laughs> Thomas uh, chauffeuring us around. We, we went to uh, well, we went to Common Table, a yeah. nice local establishment. Yeah, for, local for ass again. a few beers. Pretty cool yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, that's where we had the. Uh, they're not the quickest with food, but their beers were good. Oh my Fire gosh. and blood vagina beer. Yeah. You almost have to. They're not the quickest with food with no one else in the restaurant. <laughs> right, they're exactly. normally not that bad. But I know. This, I this particular time of day, on. they just were dragging ass. They've yeah. always been good in the past. Actually, I, I forget what it is that. that I had. Oh, I had a cheat. I had uh, later as we were getting trying to leave, and I was trying to cancel it. Yeah, I had a. Uh, it was grilled cheese that had ham. It's really really good. And fry, press ham and I just like want to feed her a cheeseburger. Fries that equated to about five times the order of food that I had that I was able to share with everyone. That was the only food I had until seven p.m. after breakfast, which so crazy. was not awesome. But anyway, so after that, we returned to go the, ahead and the, shimmy over to the majestic. We were theater. there for like three and a half, four hours. Yeah. We were there so long that the we guy who the uh, the uh, valet Parker that guy. <coughs> who'd parked my truck actually pulled it back up front and brought me Man, the keys hammer. and said it's out there whenever you're ready to go <laughs> that's which good was though. awesome it was awesome uh, and I then got out of paying valet so yeah, sure we're tipping for valet we uh, went back to the, the lovely Majestic Theater which I'd never been to Either I majestic. thought I had but I was really impressed by that theater first of all it's very nice it's very well done uh, the thing I didn't like was you can't get any form of liquid in that building. Except like, for water fountains in the basement. Water fountains in the basement. Or you can it. lap out of the toilet, I guess. Yeah, I so you feel can lap like out of the that's toilet. a choice. Yeah, but you could at least sell some water. To have to, I was Maybe. not about to exit the building trying I mean, to get back in. I think in. that has to do with what's going on in the Majestic. Other events, they may have alcohol going on. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they didn't seem to have any... Any sort of uh, maybe you could set up a mobile stand for alcohol. That's, sales, of course. Didn't I, didn't have huh. I didn't go upstairs. No, so. I went upstairs too, and well, there was nothing. That's weird. Uh, but even to be able to buy a bottle of water would have been nice. But you had to go to the basement to drink out of the shitty water fountain. Urinal. Yeah. 
Because I was just, to after all that beer and peeing so much, I was so thirsty. Sure. So I had to run around looking for that. So you lapped up the toilet, basically. So yeah, I went straight for the toilet, because somebody else was on the water fountain. <laughs> and then finally, around uh, 4.45, the Conan O'Brien show started taping. Uh, first of all, Jimmy Pardo came out, who is the guy. He's a uh, somewhat guy. known comedian hey. guy, but he's, he's Conan's warm-up guy. Comes out uh, and, and gets you kind of hyped up for the show. Pretty good. The band how it tells you how the TV show is going to work. This is how makes, we film a TV show. Guys. Makes yeah. fun of uh, a couple people in the crowd. People right. shout Tosses out, a few jokes. Makes fun of them. Yeah. Uh, introduces Andy. Uh, and the funny thing was that when Andy came out, he had no copy, and everybody thought he was joking. Yeah. He's like, "No, no, I literally don't have any copy." <laughs> yeah. So some producer at our production assistant had to run out. Uh, he's like, "I have no no idea what's going on the show until I get my copy." Exactly. <laughs> I know we're in Dallas, but that's all I know. Like, I don't know. I don't know who's on the show until this moment. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I wish one of us had been rolling on that. I know yeah. they told us to turn off our cell phones, but I think we could have. But you know, of course, Mark. Busted out in the middle of the show anyway. Well, but picture. I'm saying pre-show, and we probably could have busted out somewhat recording. I wish we had done that, but we didn't. <coughs> now an old lady would have waved a flashlight at you vigorously. I'm just saying you probably could have like stuck it out under your shirt. I'm just saying that's all that would have happened if you were filming. Well, yeah. the True. True. Obviously, uh, JFK Julie didn't care because she posted a picture during the True. show of him out there. True. JFK <laughs> Julie. <laughs> <laughs> she is our expert, our JFK exactly. expert. Uh, and then the show started at 445, and... Went straight through. Yeah, much like perf- perfection. They had no no issues. Commercial almost breaks as, were the same length as commercial breaks. It's almost and, as professional as this show. Yeah, the worst <laughs> thing that happened <laughs> was him not having copy. After that, yeah. nothing happened. I was really really surprised how slick. I mean, I know they obviously done a million of these shows, but to see like but, they had zero problems. Well, but it's a little different here because you know you have the majestic stage yeah. that they have to actually move all the furniture in. Yeah, it's and a new, all that it's stuff, a new which, environment. They didn't do, you know, obviously on the other one, they have separate stages yeah. for that stuff. Well, I'm, I'm sure all this equipment they're moving in for the band, for Lyle Lovett. Sure. Like, they, in the music break, they took a slightly longer break for that, probably right. five minutes instead of the normal two to three. And they just, like, a bunch of worker bees ran in, connected all this equipment. They didn't do any mic checks. They just went straight into it and had this, it sounded great and had no problems. I and mean, was, they were It was also awesome. kind of interesting. They had the, uh, they had the basic cable band took up probably, I don't know. 30 seats there yeah. in the front where they had yeah. to actually be out in the crowd because they didn't have any room for them, yeah. obviously, up on stage. <laughs> Jimmy so, Vino and the basic cable band took over for Max Weinberg. Which, the interesting thing about going to a live show is that you do see how much that band interacts with yeah. the actual audience. I was really impressed with them. Everything that they do in between, all not, the singing they do. Yeah. and Not that yeah. I wasn't impressed before, but sure. they actually get out in the crowd. You don't get a lot of exposure to them on the no. actual show, though. No, no but seeing they, them there. They get out in the crowd. They, uh, like, La Bamba sang, sang a song, and the trumpet player uh, got out there and did a song where, see how long he could hold that note, hold a note? Oh, yeah, that Dude, was that forever. Was, oh, my God, and it was loud, too. Yeah, like, it was. He was... He, that guy's got incredible lung power. Absolutely. It was. I don't know if y'all could tell or not, but... <clears throat> It's kind of like the inward singing bit, like he's learning. Inward. He's learned to breathe at the same time that he's actually yeah. pushing. True. So it's not it's like, like he was one breath. Yeah. yeah. So it's still impressive. You could see it uh, in his cheeks as he was doing it. I could see it anyway. Yeah. Uh, pow. Um, but in yeah, it was pretty awesome. Right. That's obviously a talent. Sure. That was pretty crazy. It did literally go on for. Two and a half, three minutes. Yeah, it was, it was a really long really time. impressive. There's, there. I mean, I'm not surprised they've been even playing together so long. Even with they cheap breath, it was still good. Yeah, yeah. It was. They were very, very impressive. <laughs> they never said don't ever breathe. They kept saying hold that, that note. note. Right. Good point. So, yeah, they don't were, ever breathe. Hold that note. <laughs> Die of a heart attack. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a really, 
God, it was a lot of fun. Barkley was awesome. You want to go over? I've got, a, I pulled some audio from the show. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I, I had a mic- to the April 3rd show. Huh? So I'm just letting yeah, everybody third, know we yes. went to the April 3rd show, which was the last so, one he taped here. Let's start with the earlier shows. Like, I was kind of surprised the very first show they did on Monday, April 1st. No, March, March 31st. March 31st was terrible Adam Sandler. T- Adam Sandler was horrible. Do you have nine sources of audio? Uh, yeah, they're all fairly short, though. Oh, my God. Okay. And we don't have to play them all. But, uh, and Tig Notaro, who's a comedian, was awful. She's from Dallas, and she was horrible, too. I mean, she had one funny joke in there, but right. she's one of those comedians that seems to, just based on that appearance, because I've never seen anything else, need some time to really get a right. story I going. I thought she started kicking it up. Yeah, right as the segment was over. Yeah, yeah she, like, she needs time, like Bill Cosby, to really warm up to the story. It just didn't work. Adam Sandler was horrible, though. Are you saying Bill Cosby sucks? No, I'm saying he need, his format is a storytelling format. It needs a little more time to get oh, to the punchline. Oh, something a little pudding pops. <laughs> uh, and then the next night, Seth Rogen was great. Was that Gargamel doing Bill Cosby? That was, that what the was F Bill, was that? That was my impression of Bill Cosby. I didn't see the... Donald Duck doing Bill have, Cosby. We're going yeah, <laughs> to have to reanalyze that for sure. Good God. <laughs> what the... I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, let's go uh, ahead. And, uh, Seth Rogen was great the next night. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the night after that. I missed that one. I have it recorded, but I haven't watched it. And then we got to our show on Thursday, which is the last night. <laughs> our which, show. Which I haven't watched, but obviously. I've watched it now three times, but. We watched. But we haven't watched. So, so let's audio. get to the, the monologue. And all week, Conan, you know, had, I guess is kind of expected. He kind of went to generic Texas jokes. Oh, so here's, here's a sampling of some of those jokes. I gotta say, it's been great spending a week here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Yeah? Or... Or as I like to call it, Dallas. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) The TV show was not called Dallas-Fort Worth. Here's something I learned. I learned a lot. Texas was an independent nation that bordered the U.S. from 1836 to 1845. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And then, and then in 1845, the U.S. surrendered to Texas. That's pretty much how it happened. God, you can really hear me on that one. You're crystal clear. I got local news. Some local news for you. Texas lawmakers have been asked to find a location to store high-level radioactive waste. <laughs> oh, damn it. Cut off the... Uh, uh, oh, dang uh, you. That's a good sample of that. It was The punchline was uh, something about moving, storing nuclear waste, and he goes, why couldn't this site be Oklahoma? Right. And everybody claps. Yeah, it was it's hilarious, because Texans, Texans hate Oklahomans for yes. some reason. Apparently. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what to expect. Uh, Red River fine. rivalry. It wasn't bad, but it, it was, was just... Fine. It was very... It was very it's fine. It was serviceable. Is I noticed fan- uh, Texas service. Just speaking of the Texas bits, I um, happened to watch it on Monday, and uh, at least the opening part. And he finished out the whole uh, becoming wow. a deputy, and uh, wherever that was. Oh yeah, Johnson why did he show that? That was so weird. He did it in his first California show. Yeah, which, I know. Surprisingly enough, he said, "I just finished up a week of Dallas filmings in California, and everybody like roared and cheered for it." I'm like, really? Maybe weird. Dallas kind of weird. Is weird, but anyway. um, yeah, very strange. So do, California loved us like that. Do you want to talk about yellow short guy, the boo guy? Uh, no. We can skip him. I, I mean, there was one guy, I, I pulled the audio, but there's one guy that got very focused on that show. He's wearing a neon yellow shirt. He was in the VIP section, which we don't know how he became VIPs in that show because it's no a lottery. 
Um, but there was, there's one joke I actually thought was his funniest joke in the monologue, and here it is. You know what I love? You guys have a lot of fun sayings in this town. One of my favorite Texas sayings is, all hat, no cattle. I love that, yeah. <laughs> Which is awkward, because that's also my porn name. more sad than anything yet. No, don't woo that. It's sad. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious, but it's funny. And then this, is, uh, this, I thought, was his lamest joke. A lot of great things started in Dallas. Dallas is home to the first Six Flags theme park. Things we know. Of course. If you really like being on a roller coaster, you can just root for the Cowboys. That's uh... Super easy. God. That was an easy one. It was just very yeah. yes. It's such an easy like. Sure. Come on, you're eh, better than that. Come on, you're better. I do. It didn't get that much of a cheer. Either, no, it didn't. It was so obvious. Um, I do love what I like about Conan is the random moments with yellow shirt guy. He you know later got to get up on stage and pull the uh, Chuck Norris handle. Chuck Norris. Sure. Yeah. Which I'm glad they brought that back. That was funny. But was you know awesome. I love the random audience moments. And then the later the uh, instead of doing a taped bit like in previous <laughs> episodes they did the. A live dunk Basketball. contest yeah. for weird mascots or something like I that. I wish they'd done a. I wish they'd shown the part two of the him becoming a sheriff or whatever. I didn't mind that bit. It I was, thought it was kind of funny, especially like just the random stuff, like a well, bull, bull goring an Austin hipster and right. Tyler Perry's like, Rick Perry. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were funny. That bits. was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't funny. I just wish we'd gotten. An, it's weird to show the Texas bit in your first California show. Yes, back, but exactly. I thought the timing was weird on that. And then we got to uh, Charles Barkley was the guest on the show. And uh, I've got some audio from him here. I thought it was interesting how he specifically pointed out how cheap Michael Jordan and others were. Okay, uh, you're pretty good at telling the, uh, the absolute truth. Who are the cheapest guys that you've hung out with that we would oh, know? Well, there's nobody cheaper than Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan's pretty... Mike, Michael Jordan is, is cheap? Oh, yeah, he's how, cheap. Like, uh, really? Yeah. Like how cheap? We were talking super cheap here? Like you, you know when, like, you know, I always give homeless people money. Yeah. And he'll always slap my hand. He'll say, if, if they could ask you for spare change, they can say, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you, please? Wow. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah. Michael Jordan you. says that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it more than Michael Jordan's a slapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. he's in. Okay, so those those guys are cheap. Tiger's pretty cheap too. Tiger Woods is oh, cheap. Oh yeah, yeah, he's cheap. Those are you name two of the richest guys in of all time. I Tiger think, Woods is I, cheap. I think that's why they're rich. They don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a fine line. That's a very fine line. Yeah. That's their secret, right? That's their secret to being rich. They don't tip. Very, yeah. very nice. Have you talked to Tiger about it? Have you I, tried I have to- not. First of all, you're good too. You're not the easiest going guy either when it comes to tipping. That's, you said that, didn't you? Uh, well. <laughs> That's an absolute lie. I make it rain. <laughs> yeah, quarters. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's raining, isn't it? It doesn't matter what denomination. <laughs> I will say with uh, Conan, it actually seems like he's actually... I, I, don't always, I didn't always feel this way about Jay Leno, but or sometimes even Dave Letterman, but he actually seems to be really enjoying himself on stage. Like he's actually inner, like the interaction is real. It's not just, yeah, it seems to be overproduced. Humor. Sure. And he's also really good at going with what's 
given to him yeah. instead of trying to stick to a script. Yeah. Like case in point when the Chuck Norris thing came down and it was like <laughs> crazy the most awkward entrance ever. <laughs> yeah. He then makes a joke yeah. about the most graceful entrance ever. True. Yeah. Right. And then Charles Barkley also went off on Shaq quite a bit. Oh and my gosh. Conan intentionally oh yeah. goaded him a little bit and then it didn't work. And then it didn't he went work. Back to it again. And then all of a sudden it just like he opened the freaking floodgates. Yeah, here's <laughs> here's some of that. You do Capital One ads, yes. okay? But you give Shaq a hard time for all the endorsements he does. Because uh, he got a hundred of them. You think, he's, you think Shaq is, is, is doing too many endorsements, too many commercials? Well, he's got... Do I think... Yeah, he got too many endorsements. <laughs> and, you know, he's got the lotion. Every commercial, you know, because, like, they show our commercial when we're on television. So when we're not on during the game, we sit in the green room, and he's on every five seconds rubbing lotion on his fake body. Yeah. <laughs> that's not his body. That's not his body? That's, trust me, that's not his body. <laughs> and, you know, I think I figured out why he does rub lotion on his body all the time. That's the only way they can get his fat ass in a Buick. Lord, Every commercial, man up, man up. And then the, the Buick commercial comes on. You know his fat ass can't fit in the Buick. I mean, they must have shot those the same day. He spent like the first eight hours putting on lotion, then like pushing his ass. Maybe they built the car around him. Maybe that, that's what they did. That's his only way. Uh, soft drinks doesn't he have soft oh he got oh yeah he's first of all it's it's it got his picture on it which can't be it can't taste good <laughs> and then when you look at the ingredients it got like 55 grams of sugar yeah, yeah. Oh, you might as well eat two cakes <laughs> <laughs> at one point he made a joke about Shaq spreading pretty- diabetes to the whole nation <laughs> it's pretty awesome Marcus hated the fact that Charles Barkley was on there. But I didn't hate I really the fact. No, oh, you I were just, not looking forward to it at all. I would have preferred that we. I had seen Seth Rogen. That's, well, you seem to really no. hate that we got Charles Barkley. No, at all. I didn't really hate it. I'm well, glad okay. we didn't get the third night guy, whoever that was, because obviously <laughs> I don't give a shit about Some guy that. from uh, whatever that nerd show is on CBS. I don't even know who he is. Oh yeah, Simon. Yeah, Big Simon, Simon. 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 Paul Simon. Peg thirteen or whatever his last name is. Yeah, I didn't care. Yes, I didn't really yeah. care. I'm sure he was funny and whatever, but I just didn't care. Yeah, uh, but I'm glad. Charles, I knew Charles Barkley was I'm funny. Glad I'm glad we didn't get we got uh, Sandler either. We I'm, probably got yes. the second best choice. Well, I think we did. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, Charles Barkley was hilarious. Yeah, and I just would have rather have had seen Seth Rogen. That's all. What'd you think of Lyle Lovett? Yeah, I, I like. Look, I terrible. He wasn't terrible. I just. I guess I never really paid terrible. as close attention to him. Yeah, boy, does he have some lazy voice? Yeah, he has really lazy. I voice. I mean, I don't care about Lyle Lovett in general, just because I'm never going to listen to him. But sure. that was like the worst effing song ever. It was well, I so bad. That, but are you kidding me? You liked no. it? Yeah, I liked it. It's not a Lyle Lovett original. There's other it's better versions. Four line. The chorus is four lines of "That's right, you're not from Texas." Yeah, and then followed up by the last line of "Texas wants you anyway." It's terrible. And why do you hate Texas? Stupid. You know he hates Texas. It's so contrived. I, I don't he's hate under, Texas. He's an I've never Brit. lived anywhere else. Oh, it's totally pandering. But <laughs> no, it's big time pandering. But it was like it's like the most BS song a, ever. If it was a really good version of it, I could see it being okay. But that was not. Yeah. That was not no, a good version. No, Lyle Lovett. Version? Did someone else write this song? Oh yeah, yeah, it's been done many times. I've never even heard it before. I thought it was a Lyle Lovett song. No, it's no. not. This but is, his version was man. Here's some of Lyle Lovett's lazy voice. Mm. 
sounds terrible. Look, everyone getting fake excited. Ah. You say you're not from Texas. I'll be honest, way in the back where we were, you couldn't really hear it that well either. I, mean, I could. I could hear most everything else. I couldn't hear the the depth of the laziness of his voice. This is a lot clearer. It really clears it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, so you like this song then? I like the song, yeah. Oh my god. The beat and everything of the song sounds catchy. Actually, but I don't like his version of it at all. Actually, I love the arrangement. Yeah. I thought the band uh, and with the backup singer guy, I thought the band was fantastic. The arrangement as a whole was great. I'm just, Actually, I'm talking about his voice really kills it. The though. voice is what brings it down. His lazy, his lazy voice, and the fact that watching yeah. it again on the broadcast today, he looks like he's. Trying to squeeze out a deuce as he's yeah. singing the chorus. I really need, uh, he looks almost like he's had stroke face. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I, Too much Julie Roberts. He's just he's just like he's he's like he's singing. You go straight to that. <laughs> it's just like he just doesn't give a shit. It's did he not have there, Julie Roberts sex? He probably did. He did. He had that. I would imagine they were married. Yeah. They were very briefly. So no, he's saying since they were married, they probably had sex. Oh, I'm sure they had a reuniting. And it felt so good. Probably an initial hookup. It wasn't really Probably reuniting. They just got married. and <laughs> I actually like his voice, but if he wasn't just oh, such a God. lazy singer... And his it's interesting, terrible. if you actually listen... If I was watching the broadcast today and listening, he actually does some really, really cool syncopated things during the song yeah. that actually match up with the beat of the band. It was actually really, really good, but his lazy voice kills it. Just kills the arrangement. This is again Conan's band, right? Yes, it's yeah. Conan's band. Jimmy Vivino and the Basic Cable Band. It They're pretty awesome. damn versatile. They're great. General. Yeah, sure. But, but his voice, his lazy voice, just just killed it, man. Yeah, just killed it completely. Past that, love the song, the arrangement, really well done. Do you have anything else to say about the actual show content? No, not especially. Um, I would say that I also appreciated the fact when he wasn't doing something that he needed to do, like going through jokes or whatever that Conan did do as much interaction with the crowd yeah. as you can do. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Because obviously the band is playing at full blast. Yeah. You can't talk to them. But even afterwards, he did like a little goofy off-air thing talking about loving being here yeah. and this is the music after the show and started yeah. singing it. And yeah, he sang after which time. Was cool. and yeah. yeah, I mean, all that stuff was and between, amusing. Between during the commercial breaks, like he's out on stage, like jumping up and down. And I'm yeah. surprised how out there he was. He Pointing people. at people and yeah. communicate, you know, yeah. doing doing yeah. hand motions and stuff. Well, and, he, and he went like three rows into the audience shaking hands and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And aside from the first break, he. <laughs> It was only about 12,000 rows before us. But right, exactly. Yeah. It was close. Yeah, we were in the but back the of the first level. the band did as well, actually, yeah. in the beginning. Well, the, yeah. there, he did take one break where they brought out his jokes, and he was sitting there and rewriting jokes, marking them out. You could see yeah, watching well, them as he crisscrossed them out. But there's a time that but, he wasn't working on something, yes, he was doing that. He was out there, like, jumping. Like I was surprised. Like He was just he would literally jumping up and down at one point. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if he's just excited about this show or that's just how he is in general, but it was nice to see. I imagine that's how he is. After hearing about David Letterman, who sure. just sits at his desk and just twiddles his thumbs, doesn't right. really do much of anything. He has like a thousand. Well, <laughs> that's true. Yes, he is sixty-seven, about to retire, and but. he's done it a billion times. This is yes. This isn't brand new for Conan by any means, but he's also yeah. a lot younger and still trying to get the show going. And I bet, I bet there was some excitement. You know, some of it I'm sure was pandering, but I'm sure there was some yeah. excitement to actually going to a sure, different a new city location. and a new venue and yeah, 
you know, having so many people wanting to be there and <clears throat> yeah. different energy. I'm Jazzing sure. it up a bit. Sure. Yeah, exactly. It was a good show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'll give it two thumbs up. I, I do too. I also We're give it two thumbs up. We're not doing a rating system. So do you think... Uh, Thomas gives it no rating. Given the Shut fact up. that uh, the day after Dave Letterman announces that he's going to retire within a year, do you think they'll... Is there any chance that Conan O'Brien has a shot at that job? Not the day after. Pretty sure Turd Ferguson's going to get that. the day of. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people don't think he is, even though that he has a clause in his contract that says if he doesn't get the job, he gets eight to twelve million. Yeah, really. Yes, Plus, that's the clause he works in his contract. under David Letterman's company. I know, Crazy Pants or whatever it is, Worldwide Pants. Yeah, Worldwide Pants. So <laughs> crazy they, Pants. You know, it just makes sense that he <laughs> yeah. would go right into that. Slide. A lot of people think they're going to go with John Stewart or Stephen Colbert instead. I think Stephen I Colbert think, would be a mistake. I don't I think do either of those guys. Well, maybe Colbert. I don't think Stewart leaves the Daily Show. And some people, a lot, of course, a lot of people are clon- you know, calling for a woman to be a late night talk show host again. Like, um, I've I've seen a lot on Twitter. You like, know. No, I'm saying like what woman? Uh, like. Aisha Tyler, from who does the um, <clears throat> whose line is it anyways? The new one, and does the talk on CBS. God, and there's, there's still that show exists still. They restarted again last year with the same cast, I did except not know that. without uh, Drew Carey. Without Drew Carey, yeah. And she does Archer. That's Wayne okay. Brady I never thought Drew Carey brought too. a lot to that anyway. Wayne Brady could be a good choice, but I think well, they... I'm just saying Wayne Brady has a gig already. I'm surprised he's doing Who's Line. Oh, it's he probably does, without... Uh, it, let's make a deal. Well, it's Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery. I don't, oh, know okay. if, I don't know if Wayne Brady's doing it, but... Yeah, and Wayne Brady is not an original cat. Those two are the original. From the original yeah, British oh, shows, yeah. Then uh, Chicken-Haired Guy, whatever the guy <laughs> yeah. is with the big glasses. Greg, Greg Proops. Chicken-Haired Guy. <laughs> Greg Proops. I'm sure he's on there. <laughs> He the guy, is. I'll, the say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll <laughs> uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure who they would go with other than I. I Greg Ferguson is a logical choice, but just because the millions of dollars. But I'd be surprised if they don't. But we'll see. I would Greg be surprised Ferguson, too. But they I mean, probably want to make a splash. Surely not Kimmel. But I mean, no. I mean, Kimmel's already He's already doing pretty well on the ABC. Time. They're, they're going to want to make a splash yeah. to really take some wind out of uh, the sales Fallon. of Fallon and and Kimmel. So. I don't know who he'll go with. Well, Joan yeah, Rivers hey, has been the only late night talk show to, host. Uh, time to build failed. up the show yeah. a little bit, and maybe we can get in that spot. The three of us will take over. We can make one David Chevy Letterman. Chase. <laughs> yeah. Pat Sajak. Alan Thicke. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, Got a lot of house. great late night hosts to pick from. True. That would be... That would be like a pebble dropping in the <laughs> pond, not like a splash. Hey, they can restart Thick of the Night. <laughs> exactly. God. Any of those. The Pat Sajak show. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That would fail miserably. <laughs> Maybe instead of having uh, Alan Thick, then you have the Robin Thick takes Robin over. Thicke show, yeah. <laughs> he just does blurred lines exactly. every episode. Every episode, God. <laughs> kind of sucks that I'll probably never get to see David Ludman. I was wanting to go to see that show. Well, maybe you should, you know, take a trip watch up to New York. Time. Well, you know, go actually see it live. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Probably Kinda never sucks. I've never owned a TV while David Letterman's been on the air. <laughs> I've never had a TV that can be tuned to CBS. <laughs> tuned. <laughs> exactly. In 1979. Hey, you could have rabbit ears. Yeah, That's exactly. better than I have right now. Pow. Pow to you. That's an anti-pow. <laughs> like, that's not even a... No rabbit ears and no cable <laughs> pow. <laughs> All right. So are we done with this segment, finally? Yeah. Thomas, no ratings. We both give him two thumbs up. Yeah, it's only for adults. <laughs> so... Oh God! At the same time, uh, we have some other stuff going on as well. So call the hotline at four six nine six six five nine eight two seven or Skype us at break room and leave us a voicemail.
Sunny's making the chocolatiest Cocoa Puffs ever with twice the Hershey's Cocoa. It's a double blast of Hershey's. What a blast! A double blast of Hershey's in every bite. We're Cocoa for Cocoa Puffs. New Cocoa Puffs is the chocolatey part of this good breakfast with a double blast of Hershey's stuff. You can collect Fashion Avenue Barbie figurines or special edition Hot Wheels cars. One car or figurine with two fruits from specially marked boxes. Hi, I'm small business owner Adam Carolla. I'm standing in my studio. I built this studio. Actually, we all kind of built this studio because you guys supported me and my podcast, and we started a nice small business with a handful of friendly employees who aim to please. Unfortunately, they're guys called patent trolls. What do they do? Honestly, I still don't know. They buy up patents and then they use them to get money out of businesses. And in this case, a podcast, a small podcast. Well, normally people settle up with these guys because it's so expensive to fight these guys in court. Well, guess what? We're going to circle the wagons, band together, and come out throwing punches. Here's my plan. We all band together, all the podcasts, because remember, if I go down, well, then your favorite podcast is going down next, and we're going to all fall like dominoes. But if we all unify and stand and fight together, we can beat the trolls, but we can't do it alone. We need your support. Go to fundanything.com forward slash patent troll, and let's smash the trolls. turn on your TV, you can turn on your imagination. With Video Painter, what you draw is what you see, right on your TV. And there are all kinds of pictures that appear at the push of a button. There's even animation. So now you can turn an ordinary TV into a masterpiece. Video Painter from VTech. Turn your TV into a work of art. Welcome back to the break room. Ready? Giving mad props to Camel Toe Skin nope. since 2006. Do that again. from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River. This is KTBR Eyewitness News, with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes. Here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, guys? Your, do we do anything original on this fucking show? We do a lot of original on this show, Thomas. Not only half of it. Eh, enough of it. The mix of the other half. Copying e- off everything else. It's okay. It makes the other half very, very easy to do. God. So to harken back to our episode from earlier this week. Nice. Um, we, we had another show. We had a little Game of Thrones talk going on there, and uh, you can hear that review in uh, Thumbs of Fury. 
which episode, is available on this exact feed. Episode 26. Uh, the, yeah, it should, it 25. Be, should be right before Shut this it. one, whichever episode this is. You told me it was 25. Shut it. Uh, about 6.6 6 million people tuned in for the Game of Thrones premiere, uh, which wow. is actually the biggest audience that HBO has had since The Sopranos ended in 2007. That's which was news. what then? Uh it doesn't actually give the number here, but it just says that it's the it's the biggest sense. Thanks for the comparison. Yeah, I mean, if they would have put the whole thing in the uh, story, that would have been great. Uh, the previous high for the show was 5.5 million viewers uh, for the season three finale. So obviously, people are going back and Thompson it up and binge watching, obviously, and catching yeah. up. Um, and they basically said this is a. Can you this, blame them? This is the reason that HBO Go crashed because it had so many viewers. Of course it is. That doesn't. I can't believe they I, knew it was a problem. I can't believe the true, true detective. detective finale. Yeah, they didn't. Um, they didn't try to go back. Get and your that. shit in order. But you know what? They probably don't care because they want people to subscribe and pay for the service. They don't care. Well, but people who subscribe have that if yeah. they're not at home. So that's the thing. They want if they're to be mobile. Able to watch that. They want to be able. They pay for it. They want to be saying, able to use it from their mobile know, device. They know that probably. I don't know. I don't want to say a majority, but probably well over half are you illegitimate subscribers. That, you don't want to say they a majority, that, but, but probably well over half. You realize that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah. That's the stupidest that, thing. That is the exact same okay, thing. But not a super majority. <laughs> I don't want to say a majority, but well over even half. If it's, even if it's forty percent or something, it's still sixty percent of HBO subscribers. You know, if they really want to have a problem and they don't want to uh, have it crash, maybe they could find a better way to isolate it to people that really have it or something. You know, something. Or you know, if they're going to make it a standalone featured sometime, they got to quit doing that shit. Oh, for sure. People are going to pay nine bucks a month for something that crashes. If they are going to do that, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, if they would make it standalone, I would do it. But yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay for it if. Yeah, if they do that, that happens every time there's a premiere or a finale. Well, it's, you know what sucks is on top of that, we were trying to watch something else on HBO, and it's not that you can't just access that one show. It crashes it shuts the whole down. Thing. It crashes the entire, the entire thing. App, yeah, because yeah. I tried to when that wasn't working, I tried to watch the other show. What was it again? I forget. Silicon Valley. Yeah, that one it wouldn't let me get in there either. Yeah, whole thing is jacked up. Yeah, it is. They need to work on that. The safety yes. factor in the two reruns of the show it uh, totaled about eight point two million people. Nice. That's very nice. Pretty good little number for a premium. Pretty good little number for a fantasy show. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and a premium station. Oh, you know? fuck that. I mean, more so than just saying, you know, your standard walking dead on AMC or something. Sure. It's not a, right. you know, not a premium, obviously. So, Thomas, I know you're big into cars. You're a car guy. You like new cars. You like your new truck. You're obsessed with it. Do no. you like exotic cars at all? Would you ever be interested in driving like a no. Rolls Royce or a. I don't know. I'm not just that kind of exotic car. No, no, just just big trucks and that kind of. thing? No, no, no. I'm just saying, not just that kind. Of, there's not, plenty I'm of exotic cars not. I would love to drive, like a Lamborghini and a Ferrari and stuff so like if, that. But not, so not an not Apple like, Red Ferrari, you'd, you'd like to drive one of those? Sure. Okay. Well, apparently uh, that's going to be a new thing that they're starting to do um, with all of these, like Enterprise and all these other ones, are actually doing spinoffs and starting to rent out luxury cars for a day. That's kind of cool. Um, uh, is it reasonable? It's kind of cool, but you definitely have Give to have a powerful pleasure. social to get them. Because the Ferrari, for instance, is $900 a day. Damn. The Rolls Royce uh, is $2,200 a day. So Why? I don't know if you know on the Rolls Royce bad enough to pay nine hundred dollars for a day. I mean, I could if I had a free grand just sitting around and really, really wanted to drive it. Yeah, sure. Does that nine hundred dollars also include the insurance <laughs> for the day? 
Uh, yes, it actually does. Oh, okay. uh, they said also there's no license plate uh, to mark that it's a rental, and they'll take off the dealership's keychain, so it feels like it's totally your car if you're going out somewhere. I don't care about that. Showing it off. It's hilarious. So for people that are like that, I guess. So uh, Nine hundred dollars a day is a lot more feasible than twenty two hundred dollars. That's especially for a role, like I don't give a crap about a role. They should choice. also pay for all yeah. of your speeding tickets at that price. <laughs> Nine hundred? I don't think so, dude. And apparently, Enterprise has an exotic collection. That's their sweet spinoff. When so. is this starting? Uh, apparently, it's already started. So you should be able High to get five. that. You I might don't know see if it's here, me. But. You might see me riding down the road in a Ferrari sometime soon. Maybe that's what we'll be Just, driving in New Orleans this weekend. Hey, oh, we I really doubt it. We rented no, a, a car from Enterprise no, at the uh, New Orleans airport. Y'all are too cheap to, to do drive up like and down that. Bourbon Street. <sighs> If you would like to go ahead and do that, I mean, I'll drive with you. But I'm well, I'm just going to use Thomas' social. Well, so. the problem is, if you get a Ferrari, the four of you are not going to fit in there. You don't know that. We'll I do know that. You don't know anything. We could maybe make it work, but it would be extremely uncomfortable and pile on each other. Yeah. I've just never been that much into the... I mean, if somebody had one, I would ride around in it, and if they'd let me, I'd drive it, but I'm... Never been into actually buying, as you know. I have a car from 2002. Obviously, neither of us, none of us are ever probably going to be buying Ferraris. Yes, right. But I'm yes. just saying, I'm not, just cars in general are usually on the back burner. Yes, for you me. have a modern classic. You have an entire fleet of cars. Modern classic. 2001 and a 2002 are not quite in the classic yeah, category. They're yet. about to be, buddy. Yeah. The values are about to skyrocket. Like Chopper Dave said, we're getting close to where we don't have to pay the full emissions test because they're so damn old. Uh huh. So. It's right around the corner. It's and ridiculous. then now they're an investment for you. So that'll be a nice $30 a year saved. <laughs> 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 totally worth it to drive an old-ass car. Ridiculous. Totes. So what do we want to go next? Do you guys want to hear about a picture of real-life fairies? Do you want to hear uh, a real-life Ken dissing a real-life Barbie? Are we talking fairies as in the spiritual creature, the boat, or the, the actual spiritual slander creature. name? The spiritual creature. Is All right, we'll go, about. we'll go with spiritual You want to go with fairies. Okay. Uh, a lecturer in uh, Lancashire has said that he actually has a real-life picture of fairies here. Um, John Height, 53, insists that his photos, which look suspiciously like small winged insects, okay. provide the magical creature, uh, pr- prove the magical creatures exist in the Rosendale Valley. Would you guys like to take a look at this picture? Sure, show me. Show me Tell that me beautiful looks like, uh, bean footage. This actually looks like fairies to you or not. That looks like uh, mosquitoes or lightning bugs or uh, something like that. Yeah, something to that effect. Some sort of doodle bug. Okay. It's kind of what I gather as well. A mayfly, perhaps. It doesn't really look anything like fairies to me. I mean, it's a little interesting that some of them have like little glowing green where hands would be if they were fairies or something like that, but quite positive that they are... Probably not. Just put your mouth around this. Exactly. And that for some reason. (laughs) But uh, anyway... Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that somebody actually wants to take a picture of something that looks like this and then well, go ahead and claim it. Are you it surprised? I mean, like. look at all these people that want to take pictures of Sasquatch and the Loch Ness Monster and UFOs. UFOs, yes, and snow monsters and I don't know. His snow quote monsters. is, a lot of people who have seen them say they've brought a little bit of magic into their lives and they're, and there's not enough of that around. Mm. So, so whatever that means. What does that mean? What does I, that mean for the rest I, of society? It was, don't know it was what magical. That means. How was it magic? It was magical. Well, what the fuck does that yeah. mean? Does that mean we're now living in the true blood world? There's and... not enough of that in our lives. <laughs> it's amazing. What, whatever the hell that means. So vampires are about to be revealed, and apparently so. Just because he saw and... fairies. 
Let's kind of everything magic. I started with True Blood. They, they found vampires and they found fairies and were jaguars and were dogs and were cats. And there are fairies in there. Yeah, uh, Suke. Suke is half fairy. Oh. I have not seen that show, so I cannot. Comment. That shit crack. Oh, it's a dumb show. That's but I continue to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a total. I wanted to give it a shot because it's Helen Ball, but then I hear about it. And I'm like, it's a total. Meh. It's a total guilty pleasure. The only thing I like about that show is they. They have a lot of gore. Like, when a vampire actually rips out or kills somebody, there's total blood spray. And they do it to excess, which I respect. So, that's the only respect. legitimate thing about that show. The rest of it is stupid, but it's a total guilty pleasure. Isn't that the same thing that you guys said about Spartacus? It has a lot of blood and Yeah, like but that that's so over the top. Like, it's good, though. I never no finished that series, but... It's good. Of course I know what I'm talking about. I watched... The first two seasons of it, of course I know what I'm talking about. P-O-W. You're P-O-W to you for watching all of it. <laughs> it's a good show? It I is, doubt that. It is kind of a pal. It is a pal. <laughs> James Spader. Uh, apparently he did an interview with Rolling Stone, and apparently he suffers from really bad OCD. No? Really? Did you guys hear about this at all? No. I have not heard about this. Said uh, actor James Spader accepts he's often difficult to work with because he has, quote, strong obsessive compulsive issues. Uh, make him very particular on film and TV sets. The former Boston legal star, who is now enjoying success on U.S. TV thriller The Blacklist, admits he relies on a certain routine that can prove difficult as he's preparing for a scene. Uh, he told Rolling Stone, "It's very hard for me. It makes it makes you very addicted. It makes you very addictive in behavior because routine and ritual become entrenched. But in work, it manifests an obsessive attention to detail and fixation. It serves my work very well." Things don't slip by. I guess that mean like he has to have the call. His call time has to be the same time every day. Or uh, apparently, he has a few idiosyncrasies. Like uh, he can't he can't be by the craft table, so he can avoid pe- walking by and seeing people lick their fingers or spreading butter on a bagel. Apparently, that bothers him. <laughs> He'd react with horror, quote unquote, if he saw it. Yeah, that's weird. Um, says he's had the issues for years, and um, basically just, just deals with his OCD and. Goes out there and uses it in his work. So. That's it. Well, I, I could see that from you know seeing him act. I'm not shocked by that. Uh, he looks like somebody throws himself really into a role. I wouldn't know right. exactly what would cause it, but this doesn't surprise me yeah. that much. Um, it'd be interesting if it was like I don't know. I'd be surprised if William Shatner had a big OCD problem or you know some of his other co-stars. Yeah. Um, but with him, I don't know. He seems like an intense guy. What's his name? Uh, God. The guy was in my left foot, and uh, uh, we drink your milkshake. And it wasn't in that. <laughs> What's his name? That what is his name? I, that was in Lincoln. I, why can't I remember um, his name now? Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. That Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Like I would think that guy might be OCD. Yeah, I could That's see. That's a good point. It's probably Thanks. a good. Survey. That's a great point, Marcus. The one, the one you've made today. <laughs> All right, human can. Now there's actually Human two Ken. Ken. Like as in the Ken Kendall. is in family? Oh, Kendall. The there are actually two people out there that have made themselves into Barbie and Ken figures. There's a human Ken and a human Barbie. Both are very disturbing looking. Um and Says basically you. Well, I can show them both to you. Uh <laughs> Justin Gelatica. Not a real name. Um, who's famous for undergoing approximately 140 surgical procedures to Jesus look like Ken. Christ. Didn't oh exactly God. have the nicest things to say about uh, Valerie Lukovia. Who has transformed herself into looking like a spitting image of a real-life Barbie doll. And she does look a lot like it. I'll have to show you this picture. Is part of his procedures, like, making him like a Ken doll down below? 
Uh, <laughs> hopefully not for him, I guess. But maybe he did go all the way. I'm I don't just know. curious. Go full eunuch and make you a smooth yeah, pad. He might have like a little saying. smooth pad down there. I don't know. And she must have smoothed over her vag too. You just I mean, have like a Barbies don't have that. Do you have like a like a little plug you pull out and just pour the urine out? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it goes at your butt. And what about during Thomas's heated period time? Do they just pour the blood out? Uh, I don't a know. Bucket that's or a, something? That's a good question. But he goes on to say, uh, we met at a photo shoot. She's a cute girl. I don't really get her. I don't know why people think she's so interesting. She has extensions. She Would wears you let stage me lick makeup. you everywhere? She's an illusionist. So I guess he's a... Oh, but he's the realist. He's an authentic Ken, and she's an illusionist <laughs> Barbie. That's hilarious. Wouldn't, wouldn't he be trying to hook up with real-life Barbie? Take a look at this. Tell me if this is not disturbing. Oh my oh god. Christ. Is that not a disturbing photo? Jesus Christ. That's and that's a real horrifying. person. Apparently she sustains on a an all liquid diet as well. Wow. Which so is she a uh, not really a shocker. Is she a has she had a whole lot of procedures too? Uh, it doesn't say her number of procedures in this article. It appears to be. She has J she, double J boobs, so she claims that she's only had a breast augmentation. Uh-huh. And eye augmentation and And I'm gonna say this guy doesn't look like Ken after 140 surgeries. Wow. He looks weird. He looks weird. Yeah, weird. He looks like Zsa Zsa Gabor or something. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... God, he's super weird. He's not no, the picture no, of a Ken doll. He looks like a younger Liza Minnelli. That's what he looks like. Yeah, I could see that. So, speaking of diets, remember that story we had a few months ago about the person, the lady or man, who was going to go on an air diet? That was uh, the human Barbie. Was that the same person? But she's gone to a liquid diet instead. Oh, yes. oh, see, of course. Yeah, she was an air stafarian or whatever, and now she's liquid fairian. Yeah, because you can't live on air. Yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> God, I hate people. I don't know. Do we need rubbers? I don't know why you have to hate her. You because she's an idiot. <laughs> you don't have to hate her though. She is an idiot though. I'll she's give you that. I'm not arguing that point. So in Pakistan, apparently a nine-year-old, or nine-year-old, excuse me, a nine-month-old can be accused <laughs> of, uh, of murder. A nine-month-old Pakistani boy uh, bawled as he was fingerprinted and booked in an attempted murder charge after his family members allegedly threw bricks at a police trying to collect an unpaid bill. Jesus Christ. The ordeal started February 1st when several police officers and a bailiff went to the home hoping to get payment for a gas bill, um, which is very funny. The officer's name is... Uh, Zulfar Butt, B-U-T-T. <laughs> Not a real name. A scuffle ensued during which the infant's father, one of his teenage sons, and others in the residence severely injured some of the officials by tossing bricks their way, according to Butt. Awesome. That, that led authorities to seek out those in the house. An official document aired by CNN uh, showed the charges of stoning and attempted murder. And um, like I say, the entire family, including the nine-month-old, were all booked and fingerprinted. Probably sentenced to murder, or to, ex- to be executed, I'm sure. Apparently so. Nine-month-olds don't go hang out in uh, Pakistan around any kind of ruckus because uh, you could be booked for murder. A little bit, little bit insane. Yeah, that's God, insane. And finally, we have a dumbass Texas woman story. Uh, Texas woman arre- was arrested by police after calling to complain about poor pot quality. She called the cops, said she was sold some basically shit that was quote seeds and residue for forty dollars, and she wanted her money back. So uh, she was arrested and charged with possession, and uh, later posted five hundred dollars in bond and was released from jail. This was in Lufkin, a burgeoning burb of Lufkin. Yes. Hopefully, uh, it does become at least decriminalized here sometime soon. Here's yes, hoping. but at this point, you wouldn't be calling the cops to say no, that. to say I was I, I was, was sold yeah. some bad weed. Have you heard about that new drug that teens are doing now? That is a 
synthetic form of LSD. The end bomb. It's called the end. Yes, yeah. called the end bomb. I've heard of that. Yes. It killed the Frisco kid the first time he took it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, apparently, yeah, it causes seizures and all kinds of crazy oh, shit. It's insane. And have you ever heard about that stuff called crocodile that Russians are using? Yeah, yeah. you talked about that on the show we? before. Actually. Okay. Oh Did my you? god, the pictures of that are horrible. Yeah, it makes your skin rot. Oh, that yeah. Doesn't sound very good at all. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, a cheaper meal? form of meth. It's if meth wasn't cheap enough. As right, it is. I was gonna say, isn't meth like the cheap ass stuff? Yeah, it's horrible, horrible, horrible. And that's news. All right. Go out. Thanks, Dust. Go out. Well, you can always reach us at 469. Can we just play everything fart tonight for 665 9827? You can email us at breakingshow at gmail.com if you'd like to email us. A voice clip is Rick did one time. You can email us that. All right. Stefan did. Stefan did as well. You can always Skype us. We are Break Room. It's one word on Skype. You can leave a voicemail there as well. And you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash breakroomshow. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the show through iTunes. I think everyone forgets that. You can subscribe. You can subscribe to the show. (laughs) That way you get each and every episode of the show. It's not just the one like you listen to now. Yeah. You can get the one next time. Sure you like the homosexual show. We know that. We can tell. Of course. But you need to subscribe to this show exactly. if, you, if you enjoy you any bit of this. You never know when he might pop on. Right. You never know. You'll never hear him otherwise. Yeah. You'll never hear him ever, ever again unless you do this. <laughs> we'll make sure of that. Yes. Uh, you can subscribe to the show through iTunes. And if you would, while you're there, please leave us a, uh, a, rate, a star rating or give us a review. We'd really appreciate that. Seriously? You're standing or by that? If a if you have a podcast app on your phone, you can usually subs- search for a show there and subscribe that way. And there's a subscribe option there. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully at some point it comes to tune in on the Android apps. It's on the iPhone apps, but, but it's not on the Android apps do not allow you to subscribe oh, to a that's podcast. weird. So okay. that's part of what our bump probably didn't help. That's really, really shitty tune in. I'll go out. I agree. Uh, I really get that. You can find all the links supposedly that, uh, it's coming. you need for the show at brickroom.tv I'll go out. or popsyndicate.net. We will catch you next week. Dust and I are having a lovely ah. field trip to a foreign port called New Orleans. Perhaps you've heard of this place. I've, I don't even know where it is exactly. And we will don't have need a passport. We will. You might. You might. Out. Go out. Gassing high Kaja five. is a whole other country. Well, out, we will out, have. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a report. Um, maybe we'll capture some real, some live audio. Who knows? We'll see. Probably I'll not. Chances are, are unlikely. No. But depends on how much uh, alcohol is had. And oh, there will be a lot Saturday night. Yes. How ballsy we are on Bourbon Street. But we will have a, a report for you uh, live and uh, recorded to out. podcast form. Live to the next podcast week. for the viewers, not viewers. Exactly. I'll go out. Our trip to New Orleans next buy. week here on the break room and something on Thumbs of Fury. Maybe. It may it may die. Probably. Cancelled. He's got that big flaming vagina. <laughs> The Break Room. And remember, The Break Room. Triangle of Excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The Break Room is bankrolled by The Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.